Let all that you do be done in love. Amen. You're listening to the Soul Food Podcast, and I'm your host, Pastor Jay. Everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, since he's a child. But solid food is for the mature, for those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. This is Soul Food Podcast. In this episode, we'll be wrapping up the two-part series on a topic that I'm very passionate about speaking on, love. As I had mentioned previously, by the time I was 16, I had made an observation that what I was reading in Scripture about love wasn't what I was seeing lived out in the world around me. Even my friends and family members, many of whom identified as being Christian, were not living out what Scripture says love is and how it ought to be lived out. I made a decision at that time to seek out some solid answers regarding love, and I dedicated myself to coming to an understanding of what love really is. In fact, I can recall going to my high school's library and checking out various books on the topic of love. I'm happy to say that I am now confident in what love is as the creator of love intended it, and I'm confident in sharing what I've learned with those around me, both through word and action. And in this episode, I'm going to continue to share with all of you what I've learned by laying out a foundational understanding of what love is and how it ought to be lived out. We'll get to it right after this. Hey, you! Yeah, you listening to Soul Food right now. Did you know that instead of listening to this boring placeholder ad, you could be listening to a message about your business, nonprofit organization, or cause? Not only would you be hearing it, but so would every other listener around the world. Imagine what getting your message out to Soul Food Podcast's audience could do for you. Or you could visit soulfoodpodcast.com right now and use the contact page to inquire about advertising and sponsorship opportunities. That might be more helpful than just imagining. Just saying. You're listening to Soul Food Podcast. Welcome back to Soul Food. I'm your host, Pastor Jay. And I'd like to take just a moment to encourage all of you listeners out there to head on over to soulfoodpodcast.com and to make a contribution right now. Whatever you can give is helpful and will go a long way to keeping this podcast feeding hungry souls all around the world. In episode 5, I started part 1 of this series by sharing an analogy I like to use when I describe love on a most fundamental level. It's the same analogy I frequently use when talking on the topic of love. So whether you've heard it before or not, don't worry. You're sure to hear it repeated again. Although if you haven't yet listened to part one of this series, I suggest you do so before listening to this part. It should be available wherever you found this episode, but otherwise you can find it on the website soulfoodpodcast.com. For most people including many of you listeners, love is like a commodity, a commodity that you own and control. You are of the belief that you get to decide who is or isn't worthy of receiving love from you. You observe a scale that has 
hate on one side, like somewhere in the middle, and love down toward the other end. You believe that there are several different kinds of love, and based on your relationship with someone else and where they fit in on your scale, you will feel one of these kinds of love toward them, and that will influence how you interact with them. This is all wrong. (laughs) Yes, I am calling out the conventional wisdom regarding love. Because I've read and reread and reread the scriptures regarding love, prayed and prayed that the truth of what love is would be revealed to me, and have observed love in the world around me for many years now. And no matter how hard I try, I just can't get myself to accept this erroneous, worldly version of love that most people subscribe to. To quickly recap, The major points I made in part one, here are the facts, based on my, I guess you could call it, research regarding love. First, there aren't multiple types of love. There are different expressions of a single universal love. However, and I neglected to mention this before, those expressions aren't necessarily universal themselves. Next, based on that understanding... Sex is an expression of love reserved for husband and wife. In and of itself, sex is not love, and you ought to stop referring to it as, quote-unquote, making love, especially since love, like energy, cannot be made. The final major point I made in part one of this series, also rooted in the understanding that there is only one kind of love, There is no special type of love exclusively reserved for one's family members, nor is there any mandate that one's family members ought to be held in some higher regard than they hold anyone else in. If someone does so, they are doing so purely of their own choosing, and they might very well be doing so in a manner that is contradictory to Scripture. When we get back, I'm going to clear away the now rubble that was the conventional wisdom about love and build up a new foundational understanding of what genuine love, as the creator of love intended it, really is and how it ought to be lived out. Back right after this. Hey you! Yeah, you listening to Soul Food right now. Did you know that instead of listening to this boring placeholder ad, you could be listening to a message about your business, nonprofit organization, or cause. Not only would you be hearing it, but so would every other listener around the world. Imagine what getting your message out to Soul Food Podcast's audience could do for you. Or you could visit soulfoodpodcast.com right now and use the contact page to inquire about advertising and sponsorship opportunities. That might be more helpful than just imagining. Just saying. There's more Soul Food coming right up now. Welcome back to Soul Food. I'm your host, Pastor Jay, and we're talking about love. Not love as the world knows it, and erroneously so, but love as the creator of love intended it to be. I've taken some big shots at the conventional wisdom regarding love, but I don't want you to think that I'm just going to shoot down your understanding of love, and then leave you confused and wondering what love really is, if not what you've believed it is for your entire life. This is going to seem painfully obvious, 
maybe even a bit cliche. But the best place to start to understand what love genuinely is, I believe, is Paul's first letter to the Corinthians. Chapter 13, verses 4 through 8. Quote, Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. End quote. Paul is painting a picture of love that is overly emphatic and inherently subjective. And he does so in a way that begs a myriad of questions. For instance, he states that love is not irritable or resentful. Yet when Christ entered the temple in Jerusalem during the Passover and saw that it was being operated like a flea market, he became, you might say, irritable and proceeded to drive all of them out as he condemned what they were doing and flipped tables and dumped bags of gold out onto the ground. Should we consider Jesus' reaction in that moment to be one not aligned with love? After all, it seems obvious that he resented what those people were doing in the temple. The answer to my question is, of course, no. However, I wanted to highlight the subjective way people tend to define words and draw conclusions. For another example, Paul states that love doesn't boast, yet there are various other instances in which he describes appropriate boasting, such as in that same first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 1, verse 31, quote, Let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord, end quote. And if we are to boast in the Lord, is it justified to say that we are not doing so out of love? Obviously not. Why else would we boast in the Lord? Paul's definition, for me at least, gets me really thinking about what genuine love is versus what the world has defined it to be. It gets me diving into scripture to find other references and examples. It gets me praying for clarity and guidance. It gets me putting forth consideration and effort in how I express love to those around me. I pray it will do the same for you. Then, there's the last statement in Paul's definition. Love never ends. This stands out as being significant because it destroys this foolish belief people have that love is something that can be fallen into or out of. That's simply not true. It's also worth noting that Paul doesn't go about defining different qualities or different so-called types of love. He defines a single universal love. That all said, because of our sinful nature, love can be hard for us to constantly get right. And it does require some effort on our part to just stay out of the way and permit the love of Christ to work in and through us. Yet, 
it is something we are commanded to do. And there are numerous verses that support this, such as Jesus' words to us in John chapter 15, verses 12 through 14, quote, This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you, end quote. You'll note here and in any other verse about what love is and how it ought to be lived out, that the emphasis is placed on the action, not the words. Love is something that can't be fulfilled through words. It requires, it demands action. 1 John chapter 3, verse 18 tells us that we ought not love in word or talk, but in deed and truth. And we'll look closer at how love ought to be lived out after this break. Back in just a moment. Hey friends, are you tired of all the ads while you're trying to get your fill of soul food? Soul Food Premium, available through Glow.fm, offers you ad-free episodes with subscription plans starting at only $5 per month. That's right, you get uninterrupted episode after uninterrupted episode of Soul Food Podcasts for as little as $5 per month, and you can cancel any time. Plus, your monthly or annual subscription helps keep Soul Food going strong so that hungry souls all around the world can get the solid food they're really craving. Just log on to glow.fm slash soulfoodpodcast to subscribe to Soul Food Premium and start supporting this ministry today. That address again is glow.fm slash soulfoodpodcast. Glow, G-L-O-W dot F-M slash soulfoodpodcast and subscribe today. Enough with the ads. Who's ready for more soul food? Welcome back to Soul Food Podcast with your host, Pastor Jay. We're talking about love, and more specifically, we're talking about what love is and how it ought to be lived out. I want to draw your attention back to the latter portion of Paul's overly emphatic definition in his first letter to the Corinthians. He states, quote, Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends, end quote. Love bears all things. So then love is steadfast. Whether good times or bad times, love is persistently there. In 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 8, it is written, quote, Above all, keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers a multitude of sins. End quote. Next, Love believes all things. Are we to take this literally? Are we to say that love believes blatant lies? I'd say no. After all, in the same definition, Paul states that love, quote, rejoices with the truth. So this seems to be Paul overstating the fact that love is trustful. Or, to put it another way, love is faithful. The last two clauses are just more of over-emphatic Paul, because saying that love hopes all things is the same as saying love is trustful or faithful. And saying that love endures all things 
is the same as saying that love is steadfast. So let's take a look at where we are thus far with our love foundation. We know love is a gift we receive from its creator, our creator, the Lord our God. It cannot be made, but only shared, nor does it belong to us. That is, we are in no position to determine who is worthy or not worthy of receiving love from us. There are not multiple types of love. There is a single universal love that can be expressed in different ways. We know that love is steadfast, that we can always rely on it being there for us, and that those around us should have the same expectation. We also know that love is faithful or trustful. As we move through these various aspects, there is a consistent thread present through them all. Have you noticed it? It's that love is a positive force. However, that doesn't mean that it is always butterflies and sunshine because sometimes love leaves us feeling shameful or repentant too. But it's still love nonetheless. When I say that love is a positive force, I mean that it seeks to do good, to do justice, to reveal truth. It is a forward-moving or positive force. It doesn't seek to do harm. Paul says something similar to this in his letter to the Romans, chapter 13, verse 10a. Quote, Love does no wrong to a neighbor. End quote. So, we have all these various pieces that fit together to create a foundation for love. On that foundation, we can then build a house of love. That is, how we share love, how we live it out, and we'll jump into doing just that right after this. Back in just a moment. Hey you! Yeah, you listening to Soul Food right now. Did you know that instead of listening to this boring placeholder ad, you could be listening to a message about your business, nonprofit organization, or cause? Not only would you be hearing it, but so would every other listener around the world. Imagine what getting your message out to Soul Food Podcast's audience could do for you. Or you could visit soulfoodpodcast.com right now and use the contact page to inquire about advertising and sponsorship opportunities. That might be more helpful than just imagining. Just saying. Enough with the ads. Who's ready for more soul food? Welcome back to Soul Food Podcast with your host, Pastor Jay. Just before the break, I had mentioned that we would commence building a house of love atop our love foundation, and that the house we build would be an understanding of how we share and live out love as the Creator intended. The first piece of that house is something that has already been implied. We ought to love unbiasedly. As we've already established, there is a single, universal love that we express in different ways to different people. 
but it is the same universal love, the one which the Lord loves us with. And we are commanded to share that love freely with others and also return it to the Lord as well. The next piece of the house, we ought to love persistently. This is a theme of love that is hammered on over and over again throughout Scripture, which means that it must be of the utmost importance. But why? Proverbs chapter 3, verses 3 through 4 has the answer. Quote, Let not steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. So you will find favor and good success in the sight of God and man. End quote. In upholding the steadfastness of love, which is of the utmost importance, we find favor with God and man. After all, Christ said, as it is recorded in John chapter 13, verse 34, quote, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you are also to love one another. End quote. Then, we can add to that what is written in 1 John chapter 4, verse 12, quote, If we love one another, God abides in us, and his love is perfected in us, end quote. Summed up, we love persistently because it is commanded of us, and when we do so, we find favor with God and man, and that love which is God's anyhow, is perfected within us, enabling us to continue loving persistently and in a genuine manner. Stick around back after this. Hey, friends, are you tired of all the ads while you're trying to get your fill of soul food? Soul Food Premium, available through Glow.fm, offers you ad-free episodes with subscription plans starting at only $5 per month. That's right. You get uninterrupted episode after uninterrupted episode of Soul Food Podcasts for as little as $5 per month, and you can cancel any time. Plus, your monthly or annual subscription helps keep Soul Food going strong so that hungry souls all around the world can get the solid food they're really craving. Just log on to glow.fm slash soulfoodpodcast to subscribe to Soul Food Premium and start supporting this ministry today. That address again is glow.fm slash soulfoodpodcast. Glow, G-L-O-W dot F-M slash soulfoodpodcast and subscribe today. There's more soul food coming right up now. Welcome back to Soul Food Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Jay, sharing love with all of you by properly explaining love as the creator of love intended it. During this episode... I wrapped up this series on love by helping you understand what love is and how it ought to be lived out. Recall, as Scripture indicates, that we must love unbiasedly and persistently with the single universal love that we receive from the Lord. Of course, there is a bit more to love than all of this, but as I stated previously, 
we were only just scratching the surface. With the foundational concepts we've discussed, you are now equipped to practice genuine love as the Lord intended it, and by doing so, in the manner I described, the Lord will continue to perfect love within you. In the next episode of Soul Food Podcast, we'll be discussing the most awful of four-letter words, luck. For more information, more episodes, to contact me with questions and prayer requests, to inquire about marketing opportunities, or to make a financial contribution, log on to soulfoodpodcast.com. And I do encourage you to visit and make a contribution today. Contributing is quick, easy, and secure. I sincerely thank you for consideration and contributions. If you'd prefer to listen to the podcast without ads, you can head on over to glow.fm forward slash soulfoodpodcast and enjoy ad-free content with your subscription of as little as $5 per month. Now remember, not only will you enjoy ad-free content, your subscription is a contribution to helping this ministry flourish and defeating hungry souls all around the world. If you're a new listener, this is a twice-weekly podcast, with new episodes dropping on Tuesday and Thursday of each week. You can keep up to date with all things Soul Food Podcast by visiting soulfoodpodcast.com and subscribing to the digital mailing list. Your information will never be sold, shared, or traded. It will be used exclusively by me, so that I can communicate important information with you regarding Soul Food Podcast, including the availability of new episodes. So be sure to subscribe today. And now, a blessing for you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. This is Pastor Jay saying, take care and God bless. See you next time.